Now, making his way to the podcast studio all the way from Sacramento, California, he eats, sleeps, and breathes pro wrestling. He is the best self-proclaimed pro wrestling analyst in the world. Wrestling is still real to him, and he is here to keep good wrestling alive. He is the host of Snug Wrestling Podcast, the one, the only, Edgar Avila. Besides SummerSlam coming up, we also got the Great American Bash that's going to be taking place this weekend, and the matches are set. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Snug Wrestling. This is Edgar, and I forgot to plug my socials last time, so be sure to hit me up at Snug Wrestling on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, everywhere and anywhere. Be sure to hit me up. NXT, this was the last episode of NXT before the great american bash so this was crunch time we had some pretty good stuff going down here but a lot of goofiness in this episode of nxt that we'll go over here and this was nxt tuesday july 25th and it opened up with the judgment day the judgment day they have been opening up the shows all of them as of late in the past couple weeks including raw as well they've been in the main event they're just all over the place and one of the reasons why Rhea Ripley says they run WWE they being the judgment day Dom gets the mic and of course he has all the heat so he gets booed and he says the funniest line that I've ever heard he made the Rey Mysterio name relevant again so of course that doesn't sit well with the fans Wesley ended up interrupting and saying he hates seeing his North American title on Dominic Mysterio and I was like what my boy you lost that's not your belt anymore that's dom's belt so wesley you're delusional bucko but wesley wants a rematch mustafa ali i almost forgot about him mustafa was the original number one contender for the north american champion and he was supposed to face wesley at the great american bash but that was before but that was before wesley lost to dominic mysterio I'm not exactly sure how or why Mustafa Ali was a number one contender, but apparently because Dom is a champion now, he's no longer the number one contender, he being Mustafa Ali. I mean, logic would say that Mustafa Ali is still the number one contender, and he would still be able to go to the Great American Bash. At least he should still be able to. But instead, Mustafa Ali would be facing Dom instead of Wesley. But apparently, Dominic Mysterio ruined Mustafa's chance. So what's going to happen at the Great American Bash? Is it going to be a three-way or is Dom not going to defend the title? I don't think that was actually addressed. But either way, NXT is off to the good start. Every time you have the Judgment Day starting off the show, it's going to be something good. Tony D'Angelo, he has an interview and he's cutting a promo on the tag team champions. Tony D'Angelo and Stax, they're the number one contenders for the NXT tag team champions and they're going to be facing the NXT tag team champions at the Great American Bash. But then they get interrupted by the modern day crime time from Wish. And these are the two new guys. This is a new tag team that just debuted last week. Bronco Nima and Lucien Price. 
Lyra Valkyria. I totally botched that name. Lyra Valkyra. I'm not sure how to pronounce the name, but she challenged the champion Rhea Ripley herself. This girl is ballsy for doing that or maybe stupid. I don't know, but Rhea Ripley accepts and they're going to be going at it at the main event here on NXT. We have a six-man tag team match. Dragunov and Carmelo Hayes, they're on the same tag team. And these are the two competitors for the NXT Championship at the Great American Bash. This is most likely going to be the main event. But you're putting them in the tag team together here. The show before their match... And they actually did pretty good. They ended up winning the match. They worked well together. There was some gaga in that match where Dragunov accidentally took out Trick, who was Carmelo Hayes' tag team partner. But they were still able to get the win here on this six-man tag. There was a bunch of people in the crowd wearing yellow Jabawaki masks. But then after the match, Trick gets hot at Isla because he believes Dragunov took him out on purpose. Tiffany Stratton, the NXT Women's Champion, she has a video package and she cuts a pretty good promo. She's a pretty good heel and she's talking some shit on Thea Hale, which is her opponent at the great american bash and she's the girl from chase you the little crazy psycho looking one that's always jumping around like she got tourettes javier bernal versus von wagner so von wagner he's a big dude but he can move quick and he does quick work on bernal and gets the win now the confusing thing about this is the vignettes, the video packages that I've seen from Wagner, he's supposed to be a babyface, but after the match, Wagner grabs an injured Bernal who's still selling outside of the ring after Wagner beats him and he puts him through the announcer's table. I don't know about you guys, but that's not a very babyface thing to do. I thought he was going to go out there trying to help him try to help his opponent up but no he puts him through a table instead and i'm like what the fuck is this guy a heel but no he's not a heel because Braun breaker comes out and attacks wagner and Braun breaker is a heel because he's getting booed and last time i checked Braun breaker versus isla dragunov dragunov was the baby face breaker was a heel but here breaker comes out and attacks wagner kind of looks like he's running in for the save so what's going on here? This is kind of confusing to me. I'm not exactly sure. But it looks like we're going to have Von Wagner versus Braun Breaker somewhere down the line. And whenever you have Braun Breaker, you're set to have a really good match and witness something, something really cool. Trick Williams and Dragunov, they have a little altercation backstage and Hayes is trying to calm him down. Carmelo Hayes tells him, hey, we got to be professional. That's one of the reasons why I'm the champion. I have to set an example. And look at that. Someone who's actually taking the belt seriously, being a champion serious. And he's trying to set an example and he's trying to be a good champion. And I can get behind that. Gable Stevenson, he introduced himself to the crowd that don't know who he is really or don't know too much about him like myself. So thank you, Stevenson, for doing that. He's a 2020 Olympic gold medal list uh ncaa champion and he has a chance to become a second gold medalist or he can go back to college and become an ncaa champion again or he can join nxt now gable stevenson he signed with wwe i believe a couple years ago 2021 at wrestlemania he had that big wrestlemania moment already and they made a big deal about him signing to wwe and then and then he disappeared but apparently now he's finally going to get his debut match 
at the Great American Bash. So a lot of pressure here for him. He hasn't had a match yet. And his first ever match is going to be on a pay-per-view versus none other than Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin came out like clockwork right when Gable Stevenson was going to announce his decision of his future. What is he going to do? And Baron Corbin made his choice a lot simpler and he chooses NXT. So we have Gable Stevenson, we have Chad Gable, two guys with two similar wrestling styles and also similar names. So if you have Gable in your name in the WWE, you're automatically a suplex machine. Cora Jade versus Dana Brooke in a kendo stick match. Pretty much Cora Jade at the beginning of this match was giving Dana Brooke some massive hits with the kendo stick nonstop. You can just hear them as clear as day but that wasn't the end of the match Cora Jade hit Dana Brooke with the great DDT that wasn't the end of the match and then Cora Jade grabbed a chair and I was like what the hell there was a spot where Dana Brooke had a kendo stick Cora Jade took her out and Dana Brooke just threw the kendo stick and it just flew into the crowd and you can see the people in the crowd kind of reacting to like oh shit so that could have ended badly hopefully no one got hit with that kendo stick pretty sure Dana Brooke maybe got some heat for that backstage Dana Brooke actually ended up getting the win after all that punishment she took she was able to get the victory here versus Cora Jade Carmelo Hayes and Dragunov are backstage and Carmelo Hayes is still trying to play the peacemaker here with Trick and Dragunov the Dawn of NXT, Tony D'Angelo and Stax versus Bronco Nima Lu- and Lucian Price. Again, this is crime time from Wish. Scripps is out there on the announce table. And Booker T says it's Reggie, Reginald. Only the homies can call him Scripps. And then Scripps starts talking about the streets, the trenches, where we from. You don't know nothing about me. And I'm thinking this is a bit racist, don't you think? But last week, Scripps turned on his teammate, Axima and left with the crime time from Wish, who is Bronco Nima and Lucien Price. Booker T is also adding some fuel to the fire by making comments like, I'm from the hood too. Booker T, you're like 60 years old. You haven't been from the hood for a very, very long time. During the match, Axima ends up jumping Reggie and then Tony and Stax get the win. This is my first time seeing Tony D'Angelo, and they were a pretty good tag team, but let's see how they will do at the Great American Bash. And this is where the goofiness begins. Roxanne and Blair, they have a fight at some convenience store, like a gas station type store. Blair just so happens to be cutting a promo randomly on her phone, and Roxanne just happened to be there too. And Roxanne beats up Blair all over the store. People are just recording. Some people are running out the store. The attendant from the store, the guy that works there, he's hiding behind the counter, and I'm like, no one is trying to stop this. This isn't Stone Cold and Booker T. Like, people can stop this if they wanted to. But no, they let them destroy the store and fight all over the place. You can see the cop sirens outside and you can hear the sirens as well. But Corey J just walks away like nothing. Noam Dar. I have no idea what the fuck is going on here. But it has something to do with the Heritage Cup. The people that are out there with Noam Dar, they show him the Heritage Cup and whatever was going on with Noam Dar, he miraculously gets healed 
and he get, comes out of whatever little coma he was in, and he's no longer a vegetable. Dragon Lee and Nathan Fraser come out, and Fraser also has another Heritage Cup. So this is one of those things. Who's the real Heritage Cup champion? I believe Dragon Lee and Fraser end up taking out Noam Dar and his people, and that was it. Not really sure what that was about. Chase Yu, Thea Hale has a training video, and apparently she's 19 years old. Her gimmick is that she's crazy, and her finisher is the Kimura Lock. She's going to be going up against Tiffany Stratton at the American Bash for the NXT Women's Champion. We have a little video package of Los Latarios, and they're still having some issues from last week. And then it's the main event, Rhea Ripley versus Lyra Valkyria, or Valkyrie. Rhea made this girl look really good. This wasn't a squash match. This match was really competitive. Valkyria even does a walkover Rhea Ripley when she takes her down and stomps on her back and just walks over her in the sign of disrespect, which of course Rhea Ripley did not take very lightly. And throughout this match, I was constantly popping a lot actually. There was a few spots where I was just like, oh, oh shit. And this match was actually pretty good. Uh, one of those moments was Rhea had Lyra up for a suplex and Lyra Valkyrie I keep botching the name counters with the DDT and if there's one person that knows how to sell a DDT is Rhea Ripley and she did an amazing job here for this girl from NXT and the girl from NXT Lyra actually she even got to hit a frog splash but Rhea ends up getting the win with the rip tie. But this was a really good match. Rhea Ripley carried this really, really well. And I thought at this point, I thought the show was over. But NXT went over about six or seven minutes. I don't know if that's usually what NXT does. Or maybe it was because it was the show before the American Bash. Trick, Williams, and Dragunov, they end up going at it. And this was not an official match. <laughs> This was just a fight and no one's coming out to break it up. There's no refs, there's no officials and they just let them fight. Dragunov, he's one of the guys that's going to be fighting at the main event at the American Bash and you would think that they would try to protect him a little bit, but who cares, I guess, just let him fight. But that was NXT and that was NXT before their pay-per-view this weekend. The Great American Bash looks like it's going to be a good show. Even though I normally didn't watch NXT, I would occasionally catch their pay-per-views, and the pay-per-views are really good. But now that I've been watching NXT a little bit more lately, I'm going to watch the American Bash. And it might be even better now that I have some background and I have some knowledge about what's actually happening here. So I'm going to be doing a review about that as well. So stay tuned for that. Be sure to hit me up at Snug Wrestling. Thanks again for listening. And we will talk soon. Later. Later.